Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the channel. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so here we are, part two with Mr. Caleb Bench. So I'm going to bring in Caleb right now. Caleb, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing really well. But we are also joined by Mr. Sean Rush. Sean, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Thanks, Vinny. Uh, Caleb, good to see you. You too, Sean. <laughs> so we may be joined by Andy, we may be joined by Max at some point, but the reason I wanted to do this is just to kind of be less of a Q&A back and forth between myself and Caleb, because um, these roundtables sometimes are just more enjoyable, not just for us, but for the audience as well. So, um, yeah. Well, it depends who you have on them, right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your friends, right? Yeah. But this is the thing, like, Caleb, I, I wanted to not just put the pressure, everything on you. I wanted to show you are just another another guy like us. And you have a life. It's not just Skinwalker Ranch every single day. Focus, focus, focus. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that, that's kind of where my aim was. But one thing I wanted to just get out of the way, and we just talked about this off camera, was there are still people out there that have this belief that skinwalker is all about tv it's acting and there's no science being done let's just touch upon that briefly and okay. you know <laughs> so um I, looking back kind of growing up looking at a lot of the, how these real, reality tv shows are made uh I, I i get that i um you can see this formula that's been used in other shows and they've been successful and, and people do need to understand too is yeah and we get that like they're we have this great company that we're working with and they're trying to make a tv show right and so and they're trying to accommodate what we're doing out there on the ranch and we're trying to accommodate them and we and you know and and that happens um but i can assure people you know that travis and eric are two brilliant scientists and they do take this very seriously um and, and that's again you know a lot of this equipment that they're using, some of the stuff is, you know, um, we're, we're trying to get the best equipment we can. There is budget uh, limitations. You know, it's not like we're, we just have all this money to throw at things, you know, and we're trying to allocate um, the best equipment we can. But, and uh, again, with a TV show, uh, people, it's visual, you, you know, and so we're trying to make something look cool so people you know do have that entertainment but we're trying we are trying to do the real science and that's where it's hard and then you know again the the ranch it's, it's a rugged area it's hard to get certain equipment certain areas and things like that so uh, yeah i can assure you even before the show the show was never the main focus of the ranch that actually just kind of happened to fall into place if you will uh, so I, I was, I've been out there since 2017, the show aired, oh gosh, what, 2019, 2020. Um, so, and Eric has been, uh, continuously, uh, experimenting and researching since 2016, since he was brought in. Uh, so wow. I, I can assure you that he, he takes this very serious and there's a lot of stuff going on that people aren't seeing, you know, uh, we, we kind of, I don't know if I, we touched on this the last time we talked, but uh, Tom actually went through and did the math and people are literally seeing less than 1% of, of, of the total film footage that's been shot. Wow. You know, so say you have five cameras and they're running 12 hours a day uh, yeah. and they're cutting that down to 
Yeah, live minutes. feed going almost. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. You yeah. know, and and you know, I can say that the ranch we when we first got there, um, or I should say when Brandon and uh, Eric and and really the starting of the team really got to the ranch in 2016, there was like almost no assets out there, um, and ju- and it's been a continual improving the the systems and you know it, it's it's a project and, and it's always evolving yeah absolutely and i think i mean do, does eric and travis and that do they get much time to do work outside of the ranch on other projects or like are you aware of the split between what, where their focus is yeah so travis uh helps with the investigation as much as he can he's obviously got his day job and he's you know he lives in alabama he's you know, he, he flies in and helps as much as he can. And that's where Eric's, uh, you know, he's the principal investigator and he lives uh, about two and a half hours from the ranch himself. And he's actually got a lot of things set up at his house. Wow. Um, and, wow. and so really the two that live locally are, Tra- are Tom and I, and we're only, you know, five miles from the ranch. Uh, so a lot of times we're out there getting stuff set up for Eric and and, and, you know, one of the things that we've talked about is um, if there's something going on at the ranch and say we see something and, and we start interacting with that, how did we change the behavior of that uh, circumstance or whatever it is, right? And so we've seen things and it's almost like, and sometimes we get the feeling like we're the ones being watched or we're the ones being surveyed, you know? And if, and it's like, if you've ever gone hunting or, or anything like that, when you're stalking like you're a deer or an elk or something, if, if they know you're there, they take off. Sure. You know? And, and so it's like, if, if, if there's something out there and we're trying to survey it or, or watch it or learn from it, you know, and it, and it's unaware if you will, and we start interacting with it, that changes the whole dynamic. So there's all these different ways of looking at what we're doing out there. And, you know, Eric's <laughs> always, have, yeah, have you yeah, ever come across something that you thought was unaware of your presence? Um, I had one experience a couple of years ago where it, it was just odd and just, you know, and it was almost like, and, and you know, and that's the thing is it's, it's hard to, uh, yeah. How do you really tell, I guess, but yeah. How, how do you quantify it? it, it it's really, <laughs> you know, I, who knows maybe, and that's one of the things that's with the ranch, the longer you're out there. And I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but the team, the longer we're out there, the more we're convinced that there is some kind of intelligence out there. Absolutely. Say that yeah. all the time. So can yeah. I ask you this? Um, do you feel like you're kind of in this weird uh, middle ground with, you know, you have to, you're doing the show, which kind of, you know, prohibits you from kind of giving all info at once or whatever, because they have their prerogative and everything. Do you ever, but you kind of need the show, I would imagine, to help you continue to study financially. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of in this back and forth line that you always have to play. Is that accurate? Um, I, I think certain points, uh, obviously, the some of the financial side from the TV show is important and it and they are able to reach out to some different um individuals who i think wouldn't be as willing to come out and be involved with it if it wasn't there sure you know but um we are always uh doing experiments out there eric is always 
um, updating yeah. systems, and, he, and he's we're trying to keep the science as clean as possible. And and yeah, and that and uh, we kind of touched easy. on yeah. that. Yeah, it's not easy. You got different uh, parties out there, and, and we're, they're trying to work together. It you know it can get complicated at times, and yeah. but. It, it, you know, it's one of the things that I know there are frustrations there where, you know, we we want to show the true science. We want to be as honest as we can. Um, and and but then we also have to show, you know, something that's entertaining. We have to show something yeah. that people will enjoy watching, you know, which is unfortunate because what you're doing is entertaining by itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't need anything else. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and that's what's cool is like when we brought the Tesla coil out for season two you know how cool is that you know you know and yeah. we, it's very visual which is amazing and what people and you got to have that for television you got to have something very visual that catches people's attention but with the tesla experiment at the triangle you know we have so many things happen at that specific area uh you know and we're trying to see if this is just aerial phenomenon or if this is something that's you know below ground too and you know and I'm sure if you guys watch the show, like you've you've seen what, how we got there with the Tesla coil and just the different things that we were trying to do there. Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to take this opportunity. So, Andy, Caleb, Caleb, Andy. How you doing, Andy? Nice to meet you, Caleb. Thanks nice for joining up, us, Andy? Andy. What's up, Sean? How so, no, you? Caleb, you're right. There were so <laughs> many things. Um, almost every episode, there was something new as far as experiments and testing. We did touch them on upon some in the previous. Uh, interview. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, some of wait, the real standout sorry, ones are the electromagnetic anomalies, the compasses, the drilling, the rockets. Like, I'm going to leave it to you to kind of go into whichever aspect you want to. Um, you know, with that's one of the things I guess I don't, I can't. Gosh, I'd have to go through and watch the show again to <laughs> kind of see what we got in there. But you know, say like take the compasses. Um, I've seen your old woodsman compasses spinning in circles you know we were seeing that out there um and we're also seeing obviously like cell phones and and, and the compasses on those showing weird directions you know and we're seeing multiple devices all doing this at the same time <laughs> and it's like the only way of showing that is like we're recording it you know and we're constantly checking ourselves like oh do i have anything on me that could really affect this compass you know, like, uh, say, I I have to think about is the, like the hammer on my pistol that sometimes a lot of the times they have magnets inside small magnets in that. And that could affect, you know, right, something. And so we're always That's constantly going, okay, anomaly. yeah, we're always constantly looking at ourselves and going, okay, is this something that we're creating, which we, we admit that like, we have weird things happen all the time. But we know that our own equipment is emitting stuff, and and we we try and account for that as much as possible, and, and that's what's really cool is we see so many things happening, that, kind of blow that out of the water where, we know it's not our stuff because our own equipment can't produce what we're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Caleb, I got a question. Yeah. Um, have you guys experienced anything remotely close to what? the original civilian owners had reported seeing and experiencing while they were there um i guess what specifically are you big wolves <laughs> yeah well no nah, yeah they did have that incident with the massive dinosaur wolf. <laughs> right. um i have found large canine tracks 
uh, on the ranch myself. Uh, but we, we do say, you know, I can say there are wild dogs running out there and some of them are pretty big. Um, we, we have had, I have heard, um, different growling and different things out on the ranch when I've been out there with, uh, once with the team and then by myself. Um, and, but that's again, like we, you know, we, we know we have cougars, we know we have, uh, yeah. bears that do come down into this area. We're only 34 mi- 30 or 40 miles from the mountains in the area that we are and, and bears do come down into this area. It's not as frequent, uh, but it does happen. Um, I, I, I can think of a couple weeks ago, uh, one of my, uh, highway patrol buddies, he got a call just out on the highway. Uh, somebody had hit and killed the two bears. And this was a mile from the city of Roosevelt, hmm. you know, so we, we do have large predators out here, but I, yeah. And again, I can't speak for yeah. what, you know, say that experience was like, say a dire wolf or something like that. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like that. And obviously I'm, I am kind of open to it because I guess half the things I've seen out here, I can't explain anyway. So have you read hunt for skinwalker? I made it about halfway through the book. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what Andy's asking. See any of that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they um, had some crazy things happen to them in that place while they were living but, there. Yeah. So do you, you think any of this I is relevant to this? And I'm just going to go and check on it. I'll be back in two minutes. Oh. Bear with me. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you think any of what you're doing is relative to disclosure and what we're seeing with like UAPs and the whole push for transparency? Do you think there's, how do you fit into that or do you at all? Uh, I, I think, I think yes. it, has, it has to be. Okay. Uh, I, I feel confident in saying yes. I, I, um, I, like I said, at the end of the season two, in our kind of round table, I feel like we've gathered enough evidence and are yeah. able to show that yes, we are seeing uh, phenomenon out here that are, are matching UAPs um, and unknown aircraft, like the, how we caught that one uh, UAP with Travis and, yeah. On our security on our security cameras, and that whole story is crazy. Um, what do you and, think of the public push for disclosure? How do you think it's you know? Up? What do you think? I, I, being law enforcement and being and that side of me, I can see how some information could cause a lot of individuals to break down. Um, I've seen the worst and the best of people in some of these really intense situations. And depending on the information that they're given, um, there's people that just can't handle getting outside that box in their mind, if you will. Uh, And so I can see how that could damage, like, I guess, the (laughs) people's uh, ability to comprehend what's going on, you know. Uh, But on the other side of me, too, is I'm, uh, I'm one that believes that law enforcement, we... And, and just as being men, we got to be as truthful and honest in our dealings as we can with people. And there, and, you know, and that's where we do have to be careful about information because, you know, you got to read people in in these situations. And I, but I do think there are things that come on with, I think there's more than enough out there. There's a lot more uh, information coming out from governments and military and law enforcement, you know, people are willing, are, willing to speak about this kind of stuff more and i and i think the ranch yes we've yeah. we've caught things on camera and i think we've shown things on on the show as well that we're not making any of that up uh, you guys are seeing what we're seeing real time 
Yeah, there's too much historical, you know, context to that place for that even to be yeah. a question. I think personally, I mean, oh, it's and since the beginning of our time here in this country, yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, and it's you know, there's a couple different ways that you could look at that. Um, one, uh, I never even really knew of the ranch before I was offered to go out there and do security in 2017. Um, <laughs> to tell you the yeah. truth, I had no idea the place existed. But I've been in the oil field and I've been in the area. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Didn't know what you were getting yourself into, did you? I had no idea. <laughs> but I, I've been in the oil field in the in the basin for a couple uh, for about a year and a half, and I did hear strange stories from guys who swore they saw weird things. And you know, it was something I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm not gonna say he's wrong. I'm, you know, I, sure. I didn't see what he saw. Uh, I'm sure there might be it might be a legitimate explanation for it. You know, and I've heard different stories. You know, and but. And so I knew that this area had had a history of oddities, if you will, um, yeah. and and they they weren't so outside outside what I've heard before. So I grew up in southeast Idaho, and we also have a, a, a reservation in that area where I grew up, and I heard similar stories of such as skinwalkers and, and just different lore like that from, say, mm -hmm. a Native American viewpoint. And, and then I kind of mentioned to Vinny last. Uh, last time I was on here that I've, I've always been intrigued with like mythology and history. And that's what I went to school for. And there's a lot of similarities when you start delving into say like Celtic and Nordic mythologies with some of the stories that were, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and it's like, and that just makes What's me think. That, um, Magnolia by Jacques Valet or something. Mm -hmm. um, it's yeah. He talks a lot about that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it makes you think like all these people throughout the world, throughout world history, people have talked about seeing strange phenomenon and, and then, and these stories are coming from somewhere and something has to have happened. I, I think where you have entire cultures who are so superstitious of say a certain being or like a skinwalker or, or which sounds awfully a lot like a werewolf to me from, you know, um, from European from a European standpoint, yeah, and and then you go to India, and I'm sure they have their stories that are similar, or you know, wherever you go, you hear similar stories, and so I, I think that there's definitely an energy or or something there that makes people get get to that point. Guys, I'm just going to jump in. Sorry that I missed that. My daughter's a little bit sick at the moment, so my apologies. Um, just going to give a shout out to Aaron Desario. Thank you for the $20 super chat. As a former Apple employee of 15 years, I have to comment on Caleb's phone having its lock code bypassed. That is impossible <laughs> based on current technology. If that really happened, Apple should be all over that phone. Now, we touched upon that last time, Caleb, so yeah. I'm happy to touch upon it again because it's incredible. So. Yeah, and, you know, and I expect that. And every that's one of the big things that everybody's in, in regards to, like, my experience out here. I always get comments about my phone. Um, so, like I said last time, I do have a new one, uh, and I've already had some pretty neat things happen with it in the last month since I've had it. Wow. Um, nothing like what I've seen with my past phone with the passcode. But and again, this is in, in specifically with my phone going past the passcode. It wasn't just a passcode on the phone itself. It was also bypassing security codes into other apps and things wow. like that. And that was one of the things that really scared uh, specifically Travis and because of some of the things that he's involved with, you know, and he, and, and that's national security implications. 
uh, and I can assure you guys Ooh, that what happened like with my phone, you, you guys were seeing that real time. That was not a phone recording. That was nothing like that. That, that was happening real time. My phone being bypassed, uh, you know, and that happened multiple times. Um, and, and we actually did reach out to Apple and I don't know where that went. That was, you know, that kind of went past, uh, that I know that was Eric and Travis speaking with other individuals at Apple specifically about that. Um, and so, well, yeah, you need to contact Apple and find someone to look <laughs> yeah. at, Hey, it looks like it's being looked at already, but I think that's the kind of information that people would love to hear in the future mm -hmm. yeah, and be touched upon because. Yeah, yeah, and I, and, and I, I guess one more pivot, one more piece to that too, is in law enforcement, uh, I can tell you that our detectives, we're, we're taking cell phones all the time because of evidence. Um, and I can tell you that my, the detectives I work with have told me multiple times that they'll, they'll, they'll take these phones out to the FBI because they do have capabilities to try and get some information off these phones, but the phones are destroyed in the process essentially. And uh -huh. so that was one of the big things is all my detectives were like, yeah, there's no way you could do that. And, and even, and they had conversations with individuals who they worked with out in Salt Lake when they were going through these processes. And so it's, it's one of those things. It reminds me of the missile silos, mm -hmm. you know, in Montana, where they, Robert Salas, where they came and, you know, basically manipulated our technology. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bypass. You know, I don't know what I'm saying when I say they, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better term. Neither um, do we, so. <laughs> and, yeah, you see UAPs and the maneuvers they make and the technology that would have to exist for that to be possible. Then you look at something like your phone and mm -hmm. you're like, well, of course. Duh, that's yeah. probably easy. Yeah, it's yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we kind of have that easy. conversation all the time when we're on the ranch, like, yeah, they're just toying with us, you know, or whoever, right. whatever it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. thinking about something real quick. Um, when Nids was there, they had that incident where the two individuals were out in the on the hill and supposedly saw an opening in the uh, mm -hmm. in the sky or whatever, and something came out of it, right? Yeah, <clears throat> I know I've heard another story, I forgot who, um that claim to have seen something similar near the ranch as well, where they saw this shadowy figure. So I started, I was thinking about that and it makes me wonder if these stories that you hear about people over the world seeing cryptids and these beings that, you know, everyone thinks are fake or, you know, they're not real, like the uh, Jersey devil, you know, for example, if these things actually may be something that comes out of, you know, like portals, like, like that Nidge reported seeing, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah what they saw would have made me shit my pants. You know what I'm saying? Excuse my language. Right. But, <laughs> but when you think about it, honestly, you know, in serious seriousness and you hear stories from other people around the world that, you know, they claim to see these, these creatures that people dismiss, you know, it's possible that these things are appearing in different locations in that same way mm -hmm. that was reported, you know, when NIDS was there. And, you know, and, and that makes me Good think point. about, what people are really getting with skinwalker right now um how many places on, on the earth are really being looked at in it with the public eye and public attention with <clears throat> this level of scientists and, and these different individuals from these different backgrounds you know uh myself with law enforcement uh tom with his experience on the ranch as the, the general manager and he's always out there you know, it's a working living ranch. We have cattle out there. We, we have to run the water. We have, we're, we're maintaining that property. 
And Tom is out there at all hours of the day, especially, uh, you know, with the water turns during the summer and stuff. And, and, and Bryant and uh, Brandon and all these experiences that the, all these individuals are coming out and seeing, and we're, we're trying to bring it to the public's attention as honestly as we can, you know, and, and show yeah. that we've had these crazy experience, uh, experiments and these crazy experiences. And, you know, we're, we're doing something like shooting these rockets off and we are seeing the ranch react, if you will, whether that's some natural phenomenon that we just can't explain yet, or it's, or it is some kind of intelligence that's reacting, you know? Do you and, ever notice any reaction off of, uh, playing off of emotion? Yes. Um, and that's, and that's where it's hard because how do you quantify that? Yeah. How do you kind of prove that, you know, if you will? It's a personal um, proof. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that kind of leads me into, it makes me think about an experience um, that we've had on the ranch and then the similar energy that I felt, if you will. Um, so a couple of years ago, I don't know if you guys have heard the story about how Tom and I, we, we came back to the ranch because we heard there were some people that were potentially trying to come on through uh, online chatter. And so we were out there for three or four nights in a row, you know, 12, 14 hours. And we left to go home for the day to get some sleep before we came back. And during that time we were gone, we had some devil or Satan worshipers come to the property, go through one of our gates, uh, damage some property there. And then they, we know that they performed some kind of ceremony out there. And when Tom and I came to the ranch and we found this, <laughs> I, I know this sounds crazy, but the, the darkness and the, the heaviness, like the word that immediately came to both our minds was, uh, violation like the ranch had been violated yeah. it, it, it didn't ask for that it didn't want that you, you know and and when tom and i were out there it was nighttime dude it was like the crazy one of the craziest things i've ever felt like i could feel that pressure if you will around me wow. and um yeah it's just this dark dark energy if you will this dark frequency just yeah it was real heavy it was it, it wasn't good um, and the only other time that I've felt that kind of darkness and that heaviness is on the suicide scenes that I've been, uh, unfortunately I've had to go respond oh, wow. to as a law enforcement officer. And, and that kind of is what's hit me this last year in particular, I've had three this last year that really stick out in my mind and, so and it hit me one day. This is the same energy. This is the same heaviness. This is the same, just evil that i felt on the ranch that night and i i you know that's the only way i can really explain it you know and it's something like i've said i've i've put a lot of thought into that and yeah. you know and that was someone else bringing that to the ranch and and then what do you do else, huh what do you do to get rid of that uh my me myself i've i have my own personal beliefs and i yeah you know, i've gone through and i've my, I, I am very spiritual. I, I am religious. I do practice my chosen faith, and I, I went and I did some of the the ordinances and the and the things that I put my faith into, and I and I and I'm I was good. I you know it was really powerful okay. experience, and I was able to get that. It's really interesting. Good for you. I was able to. It's it's. I, you know how our minds just bring stuff up once you've been through like a traumatic experience, like it just pops up. It, it's like, you mm -hmm. can't stop it from playing. Mm -hmm. um, the, the processes that I chose to do 
it stopped it it, uh, it stopped that from happening immediately it was very powerful um and That's so it's it. something that yeah i can go through and think about it and if i go and access that file if you will it's there but it won't just pop up and replay you know mm-hmm. so i i went through and did some of my own what Good i freedom. what i believe you know i love and, hearing that and it's one of those things that i um you know, i am careful about how i talk about that just because i get it i you know in today's world we get it you know there's yeah things that are hard to talk about just because but people uh, i will just put it out there that yeah. is you know if you think that negative energy like that exists and there's evil thick fog let me tell you something there is the exact opposite that exists as well yeah, so you can't, you don't can't keep looking in the one direction yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that was and that you know you hit it right there is i went to what i believe i i and i guess that's my my thing is i i feel i've had enough experiences on and off the ranch I, I had some very powerful experiences before I even went to the ranch that led me to think that there is that source of light or that source of good. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, that's not my place to tell people if they're right or wrong. I, I don't think that's my place, but I, I'm willing to have that conversation with people. And, and you know, I I'm fully believe, um, you know, like what our country was founded on is you have a right to think and believe what you want. Yeah. You know, and you have a Definitely. right to express that. For sure. What if what if locations like Skinwalker and you know things like that they're actually like locations on the planet where you know this phenomenon is actually created by the planet itself you understand what I'm saying like yeah. if you look at if you look at the planet as a whole it's an actual living thing yeah. mm-hmm. and and we're a part of that you know so like you were mentioning about the energies and how you felt you know when you walked in on that scene with the with the um you know the people doing the ritual you know, it, it could be something similar to that, but on a planet-sized scale, that in certain locations it's focused on or it's saturated enough where things occur that you can't explain. You know what I'm saying? And it could possibly be from the Earth itself creating this, you know, phenomenon. And maybe UFOs are attracted to, to these locations because of that energy. So yeah. that's where you get the 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 you know the uh, the mix of seeing these objects and also mm-hmm. seeing this phenomenon. Because they understand there's something going on here. Maybe they themselves find it interesting and want to come to see what it's about. You know, and, and that's, you know, that hits on kind of how I've answered some questions before where I, I say science and religion are kind of doing this. You know, they, they come together, if you will. Um, they're not this opposite. You know, they're, they're ways of explaining different things. And I've, and I've had things happen on and off the ranch again, that it's more easily explained through a scientific means, uh, right. one experience, if you will, sorry. And then another experience that I have, it's more spiritual like that. Uh, and, and hitting on that, it makes me think like, I would love to go through and say like, I've, I've had family members and people have visited say like the battlefield of Gettysburg or a lot of these old civil war, uh, sites or, um, uh, the Omaha beach, uh, you, you go to these places and people can feel this powerful. They have this very powerful, phys- uh, emotional, physical experience, you know, and it's like what may have happened on the ranch, say 10,000 years ago, that maybe left such a massive imprint, you know, that that's something that we've talked about before, you know, and, and I, and I, I completely agree with you. What if there are these areas that, how I don't know how they were created or or why there's such an energy there. What if it's the point of creation at some point was there? And what yeah. you're seeing is almost 
these different um, ingredients mixing mm -hmm. around of some sort. I don't know. That's way yeah. out in left field, but yeah, you know, and that, and you know, and that's the thing is that that's <laughs> like we, Specul you know, it's, a <laughs> fun fun, speculation. it's a fun thought, you know, and, <laughs> and, and I can tell you that we have the conversations like this all the time as a team kind of amongst ourselves. Well, call me next time. <laughs> you, also, you also gotta think, you also gotta think about the fact that, you know, us living on this planet, right. You know, we wake up every day, we you do our, our normal routine all the time. We don't realize you're actually all this, all the, the all the energy that the planet emits, we're a part of it. We're living yep. inside of it. You understand? So everything that we experience may be due to all of this energy that the planet is releasing that, that causes us to, maybe behave the way we do or see things the way we see it. You know what I'm saying? And it yep. might be different somewhere else. You know what I mean? Maybe UFOs come here or ET comes here to, to see what, yeah. what, what the planet does to life on this, you know, on, on, on this yeah. rock. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, um, you're, you're making me think of uh, uh, something that Travis on this subject, uh, one of the conversations that we had, Travis actually brought up that, um, one of the biggest things that's happened in my lifetime, if not the, the biggest, 9-11. Uh, they noticed, um, and I'm sure someone in the comments or someone might have more information about this than I do, but Travis, I'm trying to <laughs> get this out to you guys as cleanly as I can. Travis mentioned that you have these atomic clocks, I believe, or these random number generators. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And these random number generators during 9-11 and like, I think the day after, because they something happened to where these uh generators or, or these clocks or whatever they were were acting so outside of what they're supposed to do because of and the theory is we as a human collective energy collective energy yeah we as a human we as humans with our collective energy thank you did something to affect that because of what happened at 9 11. it's measurable yeah, these because, are the ones in yeah. zeros, right? The generators where it's kind of a. They have, they, from what I understand, they have these generators um, scattered throughout the world, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they they pick up the information from them during uh, world disasters and stuff like that, and that's where they see these changes because everybody's going through a situation, and all that energy is actually being picked up. So it's, for example, like I always use this analogy, you know, or this example is like when you love someone, right? You have someone that you absolutely adore right there with you. You feel, I I, I used uh, like a yeah. rubber band example. Like when you take a rubber band and you just leave it alone, it's, it's whole. But you take yeah. that and you stretch it, you know what I'm saying? And you start to see that everything pulls apart. So it's the same way with love, for example. You have that loved one next to you, but when that person distances itself, you can actually feel that yeah. energy pulling. Beautiful. You understand? Ooh, that hit me. Good, good one. Like yeah. yeah good it's, one. And it's, yeah. so when you think about it, that right there shows you that that energy, whether you, although you can't see it, it's just like wind. It actually exists and it's you feel real. It. Yeah. No, I can feel it right now. I can. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely yeah. real. So I, I completely agree that these sensors are really actually picking up that energy because it, it's a real thing. It's a real, you know, like it's not explained, which is real, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, and that, and that's one of the things like, how can you quantify that? How, how can you quantify a feeling? You yeah. know, how can you, we're the, we're the sensors. 
Yeah, exactly. We don't need, we don't need scientific equipment. We are the we're, we're the biosensors. We can yeah. actually feel it. So why do we yeah. need a computer we just need to, to tell trust us that ourselves. it's real? When yeah. we are the computers <laughs> that know this is real, you know? Because mm -hmm. if it wasn't, then we wouldn't have these emotions. We wouldn't feel what we feel. We'd be lifeless robots walking around just doing whatever the hell we're doing. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're we're such a complicated uh piece of machinery with you know, with all the stuff going on inside of our bodies and you know, and that's one of those things I'm, I'm probably going to kill this quote, but it makes me think someone was talking about, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they said that science is the explanation of things that are going around outside of our bodies and religion is what's what, how we explain what's going on within. Um, and I'm, I, I know I killed that. Awesome. Spirituality. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but, and you know and this is one of those things is I, I get a lot of time out there when by myself if you will and I, I'm able to think a lot about the stuff uh, a lot about experiences I've had and then I'm constantly finding stuff out there I'm constantly just finding things that kind of, you know I don't know if they're a normal thing because of nature I, I don't but it, you know I have a lot of time to reflect and think about some of the stuff when I'm out there do you bounce ideas off each other as well when on your downtime? Because obviously, we I think a few of us know that you and Travis Wait. do a lot of working out. You know, when you're <laughs> off the clock, let's say. Yeah, I see that a lot. <laughs> is that yeah, a constant? We, is that a constant conversation as well? Yeah, we you know we're we're just you know at the end of the day we're the core five of us we're we're friends yeah and we're you know when we look out for each other and we've had things happen and and we've grown together uh thing and you know we know what's going on in each other's lives and and we, we we're you know, those relationships, relationships are growing, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm the youngest one out there. I'm 32 and I think oh, Tom's, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, and, but, and Tom, I think is the closest one to me in Asia. And I think he's going to be uh, hitting his forties this year. If I remember right, or, you know, but all the, all the other guys are old now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and I get a little bit of crap for that whenever I bring that up, you know. But like, <laughs> um, you, you know, like uh, I guess for me, one of the personal experiences is, or or kind of show you that is uh, one of the guys. He's the exact same age of as my dad would have been if he was still alive today, you know. So, yeah. and I kind of brought that up to him. I was like, hey, you know, you realize that you're the exact same age as my dad if he was still alive, you know. And oh, it, it was just kind of something where, it, like, you know, it was kind of a gut check a little bit for him and for me, you know. And so it's like. We have these, our, you know, obviously we have our relationships and, you know, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that people aren't seeing, and, you know, and again, like we're, we have the TV show and, and they, and it's crazy what they can do and how they can portray people and, and things like that. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, we all, you know, we care about each other and each other's families and stuff. And we're, and we're, you know, we, we are out there taking care of each other and, and, and yeah. you know, and we take it seriously, you know, and yeah, that's your uh, only again, chance really. Yeah. I feel like, you know. And, and if, if you're together in it yeah yeah and we've we've had again we've had things happen physically to and harmful things have happened to people out there and we we do take that serious you know i'm sure i'm sure they've you know you've been asked this question before but i'll ask it now um for you personally with your experiences there how has that affected you mentally psychologically when you're not near the ranch and when you're living your everyday life like how did how do you look at the world after being around all that? You, you know, it's actually been kind of it's kind of interesting. So, um, it, it, I feel like I've had this uh, interesting path set in front of me, if you will. Um, 
you know, you know, you asked me 10 years ago or where you think I'd be at this uh, was not anywhere near where I thought. Right. Um, but uh, I kind of mentioned that when my dad passed away, that was kind of one of the big points where I really started looking at things differently. It was kind of that gut check moment where I had to think, at, look at myself and look at what kind of life I was living. And I was like, what's the point? And, and that's when I really started delving into say some of these bigger questions that mankind's always looking for that answer. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I will think and believe that I was able to get into some information and that's affected the way I look at things in this life. And I, I guess I've kind of gained more of an eternal perspective, if you will. And I felt like I was put on this path and I didn't know what it was and, and things just kind of fell in line. It was really interesting. And then, and then we get to the ranch and it became, and it was this opportunity that, you know, I, you know, why me? There's 50,000 other people here. There's in, in the basin and, you know, and then there's all these other all people. Of, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's all these other millions of people of who, who have heard of Skinwalker Ranch or somehow or may, you know, why me? Why am I the guy that's able to be out there in this position? And I, I guess it comes back to, I, I think there's that certain, there's this energy with our group, you know, and it's been interesting seeing the other people that we've been able to bring in that are matching that energy and we can feel that. And then there's other people that we bring out and we're like, you just feel that, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's not what we were thinking or what we were expecting. <laughs> I spoke to, I've spoken to Vinny about this before. It's like, mm -hmm. you, you know, when I first started this, I didn't know anybody, you know what yeah. I mean? I just, I just started it for my reasons, you know, and you know, little by little, I met Vinny, reached out to him because you got this, mm -hmm. it's like you felt this, you, you kind of knew what the person was about yeah. you know, with the, with there's, what they were posting and, you know, what their intentions were. So you gratitude. Exactly. There's a connection. And now, you know, you, you, we end up meeting all these people, you're friends with uh, an entire community. You never thought you were going to be friends with, and yep. you all have this one thing in common. And it's when you step, you take a step back and you look outside of the box in, you, you get the sense like all of this is happening for a, a reason because everyone involved is now um, putting something or giving something back to, to, mm -hmm. to the community. I guess you could say that is positive. You understand? It's yeah. like, I, I feel like we're, we've gotten, we've gotten further with this whole phenomenon or understanding of all of this unknown stuff that for many years, you know, we always thought was just bullshit. And now we're to a point where people like little people like us that, that never thought we would have been in this position are making more of a change than any major government or military or anything like that. You know, yeah, what I'm and, I feel like we're, you reaching, know, we're reaching people better than anyone else at any point in time before, you know? Yeah. And, and like, it makes me think like kind of getting back to like your, or your, your question there is when I'm off the ranch now, uh, now that I've been there for years, um, I've had experiences where something happens and I, I specifically get that feeling of, Hey, when you coming back, you know, and it, it's so, like one of our jokes right. too is <laughs> the the ranch is like this mafia where you can't get out. You're never going to get out. <laughs> you know, because we, we have these, I, I have things happen. I've had things happen at my house. I've, I've witnessed stuff, you know, that I can't explain. And, and the only thing that makes sense is that some, like we talked about this hitchhiker effect from the ranch and something followed me home or it was already there waiting for me. I, I don't know. That is so bizarre. I was, like 
when I just left for a second, I was like, I'm going to ask him if he's had any hitchhikers. Yeah. <laughs> and I get back and that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's why that was one of the reasons why I asked the question. Cause I wanted to see, you know, what happens outside, how your life was affected outside. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's the thing is I can tell you that there've been people who've come to the ranch who will never come back because they had such a powerful experience and it scared them scared lack for the better word, scared the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and yeah, people ask, have asked, you know, Tom specifically with what happened with his head, why he keeps going back and that, you know, and that's kind of where the joke came from is it's like the mafia can't get out um, <laughs> because it just follows you home. And, and, that, and, you know, and that's our kind of our attitude as a group is we want to know what's going on, why this is happening, especially when we have things like that happen. Um, because if it's going to affect other people, we want to know if there's a way we can maybe help protect or stop it from happening and, or stop these negative things from happening, if you will. I'm not going to say that we're going to be able to do that. Who knows? Right. You know, there's so many unknowns out here and it, and that's, what's crazy. And, and yeah, so it, it and it's one of those things you that ever, you just drive you, go, ever, it'll drive ever you crazy. Bring, ever bring an exorcist by? No. And I don't think that's, I don't know if that's something that we'd, we'd look at because, because again, like we're trying to, with the approach that we're having with the ranch, we're, we are trying to keep it more in that scientific Sure. Viewpoint, you know. Well, you don't have to tell people about it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to my, I it, guess, right? I guess, uh, to my knowledge, I, there we haven't had anything like that happen. No. Sure. Just curious. Am I right in saying that a lot of the data going forward is going to start coming out on a more public front through the official website and things like that? Um, I, I know that there's things in the works, and that's always been the plan. Is we want as much information out there as we can. Um, you know, say like Eric and Travis specifically, like they have mounds of data yeah. and, and Eric has done, um, he, I know he did one study back in 2016 where I, I can't remember how, however many pages it was, but he, he brought forth a lot of really cool information. Wow. Um, and I don't know where that's at or where that information is at currently, but that is something that I know that's one of the big conversations is how can we get the most amount of information out there and sh really show people what we're, what we're doing. Um, and again, like that was a conversation even before the show, it was even a, a you know, an idea because again, that was kind of a, that was somebody that just happened to send the right email or was able to make the right connection with, with somebody on the team and, and it moved from there. Uh, that wasn't, that was never a goal. And I, you know, and I can tell that, I can tell you that, you know, I've, I've seen some allegations that Brandon's made all this money. I, I can tell you that he hasn't. Right. He, he hasn't taken a penny from the TV show, you know. That, well, he doesn't need to. He's a very successful real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah. and that's and I think that's one of the things is that's Brandon is a really, really stand up individual. Um, and I've, I've been around him enough to know that, you know, he wants to show information yeah. and be truthful and things like that. And, and that's what we are trying to do that. Yeah, he does. He does. He does go out of his way to. um talk on social media as well and answer questions yeah and i must say always in a very eloquent way as well even yeah. against the harshest of trolls shall we say he's, he's <laughs> yeah. very very uh reserved yeah. and doesn't it's just confidence yeah. yeah it is but uh, you know he doesn't owe anyone anything and the, and the few times he has oh. alluded to the fact that they are going to try and release data in the future like 
fair play. You know, he, he doesn't mm-hmm. owe it to anyone, but he's willing to be transparent, and that says a lot. Yeah, and, and and you know, and that's the big thing is this is private property essentially, and and Brandon's the owner, and we're all out there trying to fulfill a role, and and Brand, you know, and we love and respect Brandon, and you know, I do anything for him uh, because he's shown me that that's the kind of he's the kind of guy I like being around because of his standards and because of who he is. Yeah. Um, and, and that's goes for the rest of the team too. I've, you know, I've spent enough time with these guys and have gone through, you, you know, like Travis and I saw tra- Travis and I saw something I, I can't explain, you, you know, and the only reason we were, we're so willing to talk about that is because both of us saw it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's powerful that I was with another individual of his caliber that saw this and we were both like, holy crap. And, and, there's other things that we're willing to talk about because we do have the evidence there. And it is hard talking about some other things that we've had happen out there because there's no evidence. There's no, it was, you know, like Tom was by himself. I was by myself. Eric was yeah. by himself. You know, that, that is, it's hard to talk about experiences in that realm sure. because people are like, Oh, you know, they, we don't want people to think we're just trying to make something up, you know, just to sure. You know. One thing that really stood out for me was towards the end, it might've even been at the end of, the last season was the helicopter incident. Yeah. Have you, have you been on the helicopter at all? Yes, I, I have been on the helicopter before I have. And I, you know, I was on a helicopter in the military at one point and, and things like that. I've been around them. And again, we use helicopter assets in law enforcement law as well. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen anything like that. And to my knowledge, none of the pilots that I know of experienced anything like that. Would you mind just talking us through it briefly for anyone that may not be aware of what um, actually happened? Yeah, so one of our experiments is um, we have the triangle area on the ranch. And one of the theories is, and one of the things that I is um, there's an area 1,000 feet to 5,000 feet above the ranch that we think that there's something going on there. And one of the ideas was to have the helicopter go through and fly through and, and do like a push broom pattern or, or do a, cir- a cyclical pattern through this area and see what kind of readings and stuff that we could get. And essentially what happened is there's this piece of equipment on the, the helicopter that you, you <laughs> for lack of a better word, you're, you're putting your, your life and your safety in on this. You're, you're relying on this piece of equipment because at a certain level, I think it's a thousand feet, it's supposed to pick up where, the, where any eye or any objects are below you. And when they're 5,000 feet above, well, I think they're actually like 4,800 feet. They, they didn't really quite hit 5,000. As they were heading to that apex of so 5,000 feet, there was an object that was picked up underneath the helicopter. And I think the closest it got was 38 feet. Wow. Um, and and what, what people really didn't see in the television show is Cameron started flying pretty aggressively. He was doing all sorts of crazy maneuvers, trying to get away, potentially away from whatever this was. And it stayed with him the whole time. Wow. And it was going anywhere from 38 to 50 feet. Yeah. You know, it was, and there was nothing there. Obviously we were looking there and, you know, some of the cameras from that were attached uh, to the helicopter itself were showing some things. Um, And at one point there was a weird, um, like shimmering if you will from one of the camera angles and i i and what that was is we have this camera that was circular 
and and that shimmering or whatever is where the camera was coming back in on itself so there are things that you know we can account for but this object underneath the helicopter we couldn't and you know we had everybody was on the ground looking up at the scene we couldn't see anything and this is cameron brandon's brother am i right who's a very experienced well, i don't have any can you guys uh, yeah, i can't yeah. hear anybody oh we're still oh, here we can hear you yeah. my sound's gone yeah oh no that's interesting uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> i can drop you out and bring you back in again. Uh, if you guys can hear me i can't hear you guys okay. so, like my <laughs> screen just went black <laughs> oh I'll really take you out and i'm back oh, in again man. one sec like skinwalker after you ass. any better no can you guys hear yeah we i can think... hear you you can hear uh, me I, I still can't hear yeah. you guys this is weird refresh your browser maybe i yeah let me refresh google yeah let me see if i can come back in <laughs> let me go out and see if i can oh man the curse of skinwalker <laughs> how does that make you good uh, like how does that make you feel like something like this exists on our country and then it's so bizarre with no seemingly you know not a clear answer but there's obviously something there like putting the context of you and your life and your place in this world, like how does that make you feel? You know, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, like I was saying, I think earlier on, it's one of these topics within ufology that's on the outskirts that I still <laughs> feel connected to. Can you hear us? Yeah, there you are. Hey, nice. awesome. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, your People face actually talking. right before yeah, that, your face went like completely pale and then came back to color. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm serious. As, if you well, as go soon back as I started, <laughs> yeah, as soon as I started talking about this, my all your guys' screens went black, and I was like, "What the heck's going on?" Like it was, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the ranch. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, so okay, so I'm glad you're back, and that, that that's okay. But um, Sean just asked how we felt about it, and I was just saying this is one of the topics within ufology, and that that is slightly on the outskirts. But I still feel connected to it and I can't let it go. You know, it's, you know, through my nuts and bolts past, I've become more open to the consciousness and other aspects. But Skinwalker with, you know, regards to the cryptids and all the other kind of legends through the the Utes and that, I can't seem to let it go. I, I, you know, it really draws me in and it has done for years now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like a magnet almost, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's how do you... Uh, there's so many people who've had experiences like that, that, you know, we have people in the community come up and these are people who are businessmen. These are people who would, you would never think would be involved in anything like this, you know, and, and there's been a stigmatism with UFOs and, and things like that, you know, especially for the last 50 years. And, uh, and yeah. I, I, and you know, that is where there's people need to understand like what Eric and Travis are really laying on the line here with their reputations and what they're, you know, they're willing to delve into this kind of in, into this realm, if you will. But again, we're having so many people that have had experiences and it's not just in the basin that, you know, how many people worldwide are saying they're, they've had something happen. And, sure, and, yeah. and yet, and these are people who a lot of times like we, we, <laughs> people know when someone's getting bullshit, right. Or like yeah. they're, when they're trying to 
give give you a little bit more than what really happened but something may have actually happened but you know that they're kind of embellishing he's growing a little bit more yeah, guys, I, don't, yeah. I, don't mean to, I don't mean to cut this i'm gonna have to come right back because i'm getting a call from uh oh dude i'm getting an, I'm getting an important phone call we'll look out for you adios <laughs> so yeah and, and so it's yeah and that's where like me and uh, how i look at it is like this is whenever i tell a story that i've had happen out there i i really try and focus on um what happened and i and i try and lay it out as 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 much as like say a testimony in court as i can just because yeah. I, I i'm not going to embellish it I'm, I'm just telling you what i saw how i saw it and 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 go from there and you know i yeah. i don't I, I don't appreciate when stories grow because no. i think it takes away it does it muddies the waters and i think uh, me personally and i'm sure sean as well we really appreciate seeing it seeing your honesty and your openness i hope the chat does and this is why i would like you know wanted to speak to you again you know just to see the real human beings behind this you know yeah just another person who has no reason to lie or embellish for any gain you know yeah i'm uh, you know and kind of hitting back on like you know i've 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 seen the worst and the best of a lot of people you know and when you kind of go through and, and this is where <laughs> law enforcement, we can get crass because we were around so much horrible things, you know, You're hardened. And, yeah. and we're seeing what people are doing to each other. And you, <laughs> you, you, you can start hating people really easily. Um, yeah. But just because you can start, you, you go in on some of this stuff and you just see things and you start going, what's, what's, it's not worth who I am as a person to embellish things or, or try and make it sound more grandiose and and than what it was, you know. And yeah, I, I can get excited about stuff, and and makes me think. But I'm not one that's going to be so flamboyant about how things happen just because. It, it, again, when I, I guess that's not what really gets me fired up as like running in on, uh, you know, a, a crazy call where someone's life's in danger and you're trying to make a difference, you know. Yeah. And that's tempered me a little bit on some stuff out there, and I and I appreciate that. And then I've also had stuff out there that I've gone like, "Holy crap!" and this is nuts. And yeah. that's tempered me in how I'm able to view things. Like when I first experienced, um, one one of my first big experiences on the ranch, uh, really helped me kind of level out, you know, and go, "Okay, I need to be as objective." And and that training kicks in, you yeah. know, where I need to be as objective and try and pick up as many details as I can. You get so that can... many. You need get that kind of training. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, you know, the first couple of times I've had something happen, I was a little, I was more caught up and going, oh my gosh, like, and trying to comprehend yeah. it. And, and Good the more I've had happen, it's easier for me to yeah. remain in that state where I can go, okay, I need to observe and see what else may, may be going on because I could have something happening over here. And something's going on behind me that we'll we'd never know. So I'm always looking around. I'm always, you know, trying to absorb as much as I can and just point out things that are outside the norm, if yeah. you will. That's pretty interesting. I think what people should realize, and I hope I'm right in saying, is this: you are security, but you are involved and in so much more on the ranch as well, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, because people, I don't want people to turn around and go, "Well, you spoke to a security guy, kind of. What does he know?" Because I think, you know, I, like I said, spoken to you before, and it's like you said, more of a group of friends who have roles within, 
So mm-hmm. yeah, I just yeah, wanted I'm, to... you know, um, again, when everyone's not there, uh, because one of the times that most people's on the ranch is when we're, we're doing our filming, but we're always doing some, uh, we're always doing experiments. We are always, someone is always at the ranch. Uh, it seems like. And, and then also on top of that, like we've said, is how are we affecting experiments? How are we affecting the results that we're getting out there? As, as Because if we're out there, we're affecting it somehow. And so there are times really where... With your attitudes. Yeah, exactly. And, and we, I have access to all the, to a lot of the camera assets on my, on my phone. I can be uh, visiting wow. my family, you know, in a different state and pull up my, the security cameras and see what's going on. Um, and you know, and one man can't do everything. And so I, you know, and so I'm helping Eric in a lot of uh, going through the video footage and things like that. And I'm helping in other ways. And and Tom, he's, he's taken on different roles. He'll go through camera footage, you know, you know, like we're all doing things and we're, we're all a part of this and we're all helping out. You know, if there's a repair on the ranch, Brian is very handy. Like he's a handyman too. He he'll go out and he'll build something that, to help fix something on the ranch you know like we we're all we all have these different skills and these different assets and we're all bringing these to the table we're not just you know i'm not just sitting down at the front gate twiddling my thumbs <laughs> like taking a nap yeah. you know just twirling the gun on your finger right <laughs> yeah. give a quick shout out to laura yeah. sandling bennett thank you so much for the super chat says thank you gentlemen for such a great discussion thank you we're glad that you appreciate yep. it um one thing I would like to talk about, Caleb, is Phenomicon, which happened a oh. couple of weekends ago. Can you tell us about that? So I wasn't as involved as some of the other guys. Uh, I, I did partake in the the panel that we had there, and that was really fun. Uh, and we, you know, we were just asking open questions like this, where people would ask this question, and we as a team would answer it. And you know, we it was I from what I could see, it was very successful, and we're hoping to do it again. Um, there was a lot of different speakers and a lot of different things there. And I, you know, and it's one of the things that we were trying to show that the basin has a lot to offer, yeah. um, outside of the ranch. Like there's a lot of areas out here and from what I've heard that it's a lot of people want to come back and we're, we're excited to hopefully do that again. And it was really fun to, uh, be a part of that. And there's a lot of great people out there that we were able to meet. Yeah, it seems like a very community-driven area as well, where everyone comes together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a good friend of mine, Carl Vibo. I think you probably are speaking to tomorrow, if I'm right. Uh, I think I'm actually speaking with them at six tonight. So, oh, is it tonight? Okay, yep. my apologies. Ooh, yeah, great guy, man. such a good guy. But I know oh, I'd love to talk there. to you as well on my show. Oh, yeah, I'll... I got to throw that out there. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'm, I'd be more than willing to talk to you and get to know you better, Sean. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So what I got from some videos Carl's already put out that it's it's just such a beautiful place. The community are very open and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a good place. Skinwalker Ranch or not, it's just, <laughs> you know, awesome. So Yeah, it's, you know, we have there's a lot of diversity in the the basin if you will and I think we I think I touched on this a little bit last time we talked that you know there's so many other things out here. Yeah. Uh, you you have all these uh, uh one of the main ones uh is the Lost Roads gold mine there's a lot of gold stories. There's a lot of stories with uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kid. This was the area that they were running around. Um, you have uh, stories of the well, Buffalo soldiers. You, you yeah, have the Buffalo the, soldiers are buried there. Yeah. There's, there's all this awesome American West uh, mm-hmm. history out here, you know, and, and it's, and again, that's kind of something what I grew up with up in Southeast Idaho. There's a lot of uh, Western and a lot of stories up in these areas, especially like the mining and, 
uh, yeah. the mining towns and, and the ghost towns up in Idaho and stuff. And, and that's a lot down here too, is the American West is so vibrant and so much history that happened, you know, in such a short amount of time, really. Yeah. And so there's a lot of stuff out here, not just the, the UFO and, you sure, know, yeah. realm. And then well, yeah. whatever's behind it all could be the reason there's a lot of stuff out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know, and you have a lot of dinosaur stuff on the other side of Vernal. That's one of the big things that has driven a lot of people here. Is there's you a don't big... believe in dinosaurs. I've never seen one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they've been, that's one of the hotspots, isn't it, for many decades. Yeah. Some, some of the best full skeleton digs have come mm -hmm. from that area, if I'm right. Uh, yeah. I believe they have a, the Dinosaur National Monument, which I, I haven't been there personally. Sorry if anybody from this area that's watching <laughs> this. But uh, my family have told me that there's an area where you can walk down and there's they're just sticking out of the wall, all these bones and wow. all wow. this stuff. And it, it's it's pretty pretty cool. And there's an area where they have the, the, the footprints where these dinosaurs were walking through and they're still there in the in the rock wow. and stuff it's and they're very well defined and you, you're, you're no you're not mistaken what those are so dinosaurs still yeah there, there's a lot of cool stuff <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah incredible about well i mean we could keep going if there's anything you want to touch upon let's just keep oh. going I'm, I'm all good for time oh here's a question John, oh, I got plenty for the five pounds. Caleb, are you scared of digging at Skinwalk or is that just dragon? <laughs> oh, that's just dragon. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, we we inherited this narrative, right? Where bad things happen when we when we dig, and there has been a correlation of things happening when we've dug on the ranch. Um and my and I can say that most of our team uh, if not all of our team is, we want to find out what's going on and digging is one of those things. And, and I know dragon gets a lot of, uh, crap for this. Uh, but he, he is, he is very personal about how he feels about our safety and, and us as a team, you know, he, he cares deeply for us and he doesn't want anything to happen. Um, and so, you know, he's, he is one of our voices of caution a lot of time and, and that's fine. Um, and I appreciate it. But uh, I can tell you that that's he he's more than OK with us digging and going out as long as we're doing it safely, you know, and, sure. and we're, we're trying to cover as, as much of our bases as we can. Yeah. Do Thanks. you do you feel like um, the activity uh, ever mirrors or reflects your attitudes? Like if you're feeling down or you're feeling happy or sad or whatever or celebratory? you ever get a reflection there from the activity? Um, that is actually something that we have talked about a lot before. And we kind of feel as a consensus that the ranch is a amplifies what you're feeling. Hmm. Um, and so a total we, guess, by the way. Yeah. So we, <laughs> that is something that we've talked about. And, and again, how do we quantify that? How do we show that? Um, yeah. and, and you know, a, a stress test of, on you and then, what the activity does i don't know <laughs> yeah. right um yeah. so and, and that's where we you feel that more internally if if you will you know like nine out of the time you know 99.9 percent .9 of the time you got to the ranch it feels um serene it's a it's a really gorgeous piece of property with the the especially in the the area that you're seeing most of with the trees and the fields and, and the yeah. ditch and all that stuff it's all green and, and then you have the mesa right there and a lot of times, you know, it's just any, it's just like any other ranch really in yeah. that, in that sense. Kind of like a blank canvas almost. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know, you could, t- you know, if, if you know, Chris Bartell and he's one of the old security guards from Bigelow's days, he's posted a lot of photographs of his time when he was Beautiful out there. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's has such an eye for it. Um, it's such a, he's a really good friend of mine. I've, I've been able to grow that relationship with them over the last couple of years. And he's, you know, and, and he's, I think he's really doing a good job of showing the ranch in that light. But then again, you know, we do have these things happening out there and <laughs> both of us are like, uh, at night, we both hate going to Homestead three, like the one <laughs> you know, people have never really seen that one, but for whatever reason, that's where like, I think I'm as brave as the next guy, but I hate going to Homestead three at night by myself. Like I, I hate, it. I, if you start really? getting this feel with this, the weird vibes and the, the weird, like I'm being oh, watched no. feeling over there and I, and I, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I would love to perform, um, a couple of my songs at Skinwalker Ranch. I think <laughs> you would, I'm serious. I think you'd get a lot of reaction. It's very emotional. It is it's incredible <laughs> stuff. It's absolutely incredible. Excuse me. Yeah, I'd, uh, that's outside of my realm of seeing if I can do that. So. <laughs> that's fine. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Right, right. <laughs> so, Kay, uh, Caleb, can you, without us asking too much of you, confirm that season three is going ahead and we should expect to see more, you know, in the um, next year or two? I, th- I think we've got it out there a little bit enough that a season three is going to happen, uh, okay. but I can't speak to any more of that. Sure. So. No, that's cool. It's just, I think I've heard a few people ask the question and, you know, along with the things I've seen from Brandon, as far as data eventually appearing on the website, mm-hmm. I think personally, I'm, you know, really looking forward to mm-hmm. seeing the continuation of what is discovered and researched and things like that on the ranch. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, Sean, anything, anything before we you, wrap this up? Do you feel the the search for data is almost a distraction from focusing on oneself and what the real truth is, which may be inside there? That's a great um, question. You know, I, there's a lot of layers to that, I think. So I think there's a lot of data that we're getting outside, if you will. And and, and you're hitting it right on the head when, on some of the discussions that we have is what is what is the real story? Mm-hmm. You know, what is, if you will, the real mystery or the real secret or or what is it, you know, and we can't, and and, and I feel like sometimes we do overlook the human aspect of it, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, and that's kind of where, um, you're trying to prove it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and Eric's kind of, he's told me that before he's like, you know, he, he loves me being out there just because of the different experiences and, and and what I bring as say the the guy running in on these, on these law enforcement type calls. And then I come out to the ranch and I'm noticing these same emotions and these same, um, these same energies, if you will, that people are experiencing. And, and I'm seeing that in other aspects and, yeah. and, and, you know, law enforcement, we're watching people, we're, we're, we're studying people we're you know, we're watching people's habits. We're seeing how they react. We're seeing what they're doing. And, and you notice when someone's dip, something happens and people's body language changes. Sure. Uh, you know, and we all have these and, and everybody out there has different experiences and, and we're all bringing these different um, life experiences to the to the ranch. And, yeah. you know, the five of us could be all standing up there, witness something, and we all have a different perspective of what it is and why it happened. <laughs> Just like everything else, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every, everybody <laughs> has their everyone has their opinion. Everybody has Interesting, their. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel it because it seems like everybody has uh, their own unique, you know, just not you guys, but everybody who has a, like a real encounter, they all seem different in yeah. some way, shape or form. And the only thing I can say to that is that's just like us. Yeah. And you know, we're all different. So doesn't that make sense? You know, oh, it makes absolute sense. Um, one of the things that yeah. we actually tell people when they come to the ranch is the ranch reacts differently to people. And, and so one of the biggest things is whenever we bring out new guests or, or you know, on or off the screen or whenever, is that's one of the things we tell them is the ranch reacts differently. So pay very close attention to yourself and to even your family over the next couple of days and let us know if something happens. Because again, yeah. we've, you know, we weren't like whenever anybody comes out, we give them the safety brief. We let them know what happens and what we've, what we've had happen. And we're, and we're very serious about that. And again, that's one of the things like, I know Brian gets a lot of uh, grief for some of how he's portrayed, but you know, he, again, he and I take this very seriously. We've, we've had sure. injuries. We've had things again, this is a working ranch. Like we, you could have yeah. a mundane thing. Like you, you'll be walking out and a cow will kick you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know we there's things out there that can and do hurt people um yeah, yeah. and we do take that serious um, and again the ranch reacts differently to to new people so very very interesting it is. it's still <laughs> doesn't, it make you, doesn't it make you just want to like you know get everybody to walk the land just to see all the different reactions from all the different people and maybe the right person will <laughs> you know, right? who knows yeah but yeah, it's like it, well it's, let's keep trying this yeah new person yeah, new person <laughs> yeah it's it's an experiment in and of itself and and you know and that's yeah. where we and i i feel though that that's where we've kind of noticed that if we can feel that energy from people like we want to protect the ranch itself too you know sure. like i said the in the earlier um example like the ranch felt like val violation was the word that came to my mind yeah and i don't want that anywhere near you know myself you, or anybody else you know yeah, you yeah. were powerful enough to get rid of that and, yeah, and you should you should feel some confidence there oh thanks thank you yeah yeah so That's there's stuff, so. yeah it, it yeah. it's been one that i've kind of felt like i've been a little bit more driven to talk about a little bit because that is something that's very serious in, in people's lives. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that there's, we need more, uh, Light. Uh, I guess we, we need to be fighting that a little bit more, if you will. Yeah. I'm with you. Definitely. I'm with you as well, man. I really want to go out there and have Caleb usher me around the ranch, you know? Oh, you'd piss your pants and cry like <laughs> no, i've just got that awesome good, good vibes man it's the good vibes you know yeah, i wouldn't be that worried yeah. about the uh the tricksters well, or anything <laughs> oh okay maybe a little yeah. bit but, yeah. oh see oh okay i admit it then you say oh good <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not gonna lie i've been there's been times where i've been out there and i've been like i i can't get off the ranch fast <laughs> enough because i'm going what the heck like i'm out of here like you do your man. thing ranch. i'm going home please leave me alone uh, i'm sure that's more realistic how i'd react to be fair i'm just uh playing up for you're, the camera right you're, great. <laughs> you're a great dude caleb i can see it in your face you're genuine uh very oh, thank positive you. bright um yeah. and yeah i can tell you're beautiful on the inside so oh, i'm thank glad you. i got the chance to talk to you i was happy to i'm grateful i was able to speak with you guys and get to know you guys a little bit more too 
Thank you so yeah. much. And we have to do it again in the future. <laughs> like just even if we talk about other things, it'd be great to have you on another panel touching on any subject. Uh, oh, like like Sean said, yeah. you're, you're a great soul, great person. Oh, thank so you. I hope you'd uh, accept an invite in the future. Oh, I'd, 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 I'd be happy to and I'd be honored to. Awesome. Thank you so much, Caleb. Thank you, Sean. Andy that joined Thank us. You. Everyone in the chat. Uh, you can catch Caleb later today on Carl Vibes channel. Um, so yeah, more great conversations. But for now, guys, we'll catch you later. Great. Bye -bye. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye.